constant sorrow Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. My name is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Eric. I'm over here. I'm just laying low for the intro there. I don't know. Am I on? Am I on? Is You're on. on. You're on. Hello. Hello. Is this on? Here's a La Rosa for you. Sweet. Yeah, the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Here we are, live. Well, not live, because by the time this is played, <laughs> we'll be doing something else. Well, we're alive. We're alive Hopefully right we'll now. we'll still be alive. We got a new website I'm all excited about, tficast.com. Looks sweet. Oh, it's got a nice little front end with uh, with our beer vlogs and our beer casts and the Cap- podcasts Capacity. and good Lord. Would you ever blog on it? Have you ever blogged, period? Nope. Do you know what blogging is? That's where you write a bunch of stuff that's on your mind. Pretty much. I have a tendency to blog on my own computer. Would you blog on the the tficast.com's website? Because here's what I'm imagining. Hear me out now. We've got all of the podcasts and the beer casts and the beer vlogs all out there, and as we make more, we'll post them out there. But I'm thinking every now and then it'd be kind of nice to, this is what I'm doing right now. You could have Jeremy's thoughts, and you could have Eric's thoughts. Is that something you would ever do or no? I do that on my own computer. What I do is I'll open up the Word program, uh-huh. and I'll just write like a page of thoughts, and then I'll just save it. And I have my computer's full of it. Oh, know? I've got, yeah, well, I've got that too. And that's what I do. That's what how I do it. I don't, because I'm not that technologically advanced, man. I'm kind of a dork. I'm kind of an idiot, you know? When <laughs> so you're saying that. that you wouldn't know how to blog? Yeah. Oh, what if I showed you how to blog? And I'm not talking about like personal like last night i had a fight with my wife and it was very serious nothing like that i'm just like oh like things that made me think about other things yeah you know like it's it's tuesday we're not going to be doing a podcast until thursday and you got this this quick 45 second little blurb that's just on your mind you'd be like today i was staring at the sky and then this thing happened and wow it really made me think about how whatever you know is that something you do yeah well i think uh i think i'm gonna set us up <coughs> I would a, do that with sure. a blog, uh, sure. So we can just roll with whatever's yeah, on mind. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I would do that. Sure. So and look I for that. Probably figure it out too. But oh, it's super easy. But we anyways, yeah. Ticast. Uh, Follow the links. Follow yes, your exactly. nose. Uh, we don't. We, yeah. Two can Sam. We still have email at uh, fieldcast at gmail dot com. But I'm gonna change that. Well, we'll make it like tfi at tficast dot com. And we're gonna fundamentally like interconnect. And everything. somebody had better goddamn email us because nobody's emailing us, and it really makes me think that nobody's listening. Yeah, is anybody listening? But I tell Come you on. what, I've been checking the Potomatic stats, and uh, it's growing. <laughs> yeah, like three, three a day maybe. I mean, three a day? That's pretty good, though. It, it's pretty good. I don't know if it's... But, you know, downloading and listening are two very different <laughs> things. <laughs> I've downloaded I mean, lots of stuff. Amassing, amassing media versus and, and actually sticking listening. it on your hard drive. I've got about 40,000 yeah. MP3s, and there's about 100 that I listen to. And you know what? It, so. it's, it's actually, that kind of almost almost brings us into our first topic, doesn't it? Ah, yes. It, it's, it's, it's about amassing all kinds of information and knowledge, but there's such a status quo that's in place that you don't necessarily access that knowledge. Until it becomes a necessity. This this actually marks a uh, 
historic moment for the fundamental interconnectedness of all things, and that is we've actually done research. Not much, but we've done some research on the topic that we're about to lay out to you. Do you want to introduce the topic? It's uh, water-powered vehicles or water-powered torches or burning water. Earlier this morning, uh, I was at work, and somebody forwarded me a video of this guy. His name is Denny Klein, Dennis Klein, and he uh, supposedly has developed a water-based fuel that he was imagining would replace acetylene torches. It was a water-based torch. But then he retrofitted his car to be a gas-water hybrid. And it really made me think, and I thought that this would be a good topic for the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. What would a what would a water powered car do to this to this uh, what would a water powered car do to our economy? I mean, our economy. Think about it. Is based, asking me? I'm asking the room, and you are in the room. So if you want to answer, the walls have ears. Uh, I think I see that <laughs> uh, that computer over there moving. It's it wants to answer. It's an artificial intelligence. <laughs> My computer? I don't know. There's a computer. There's some computers. There's a couple computers in here. There's a lot of computers down here. What would it do? It would. But think about it. It wouldn't happen. Our entire economy is based on gas. We don't use trains anymore to haul our products back and forth. Yeah, we do. Not much. We use holy crap. We use trailer trucks. No, 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 no. Look at the look at the railroads. The railroads are huge. Every time I see a train pass, it's got two cars on it. All they do is stop traffic. That's because you live in downtown Madison, my friend. Yeah. You go, you go. Look, still in the heartland of America, and there are big ass train yards. There's look trains, in Chicago. Though. I'm not trains. Uh, trucks, trucks. So many trucks. You're right. There's a lot of trains. There's a lot of train tracks in Chicago. But I would have to say, and I think I've how even do you heard think, this before. How do you think that a lot the majority of, that stuff of our products are shipped across this country by by truck, and not by train? Okay. But that's but that's not even really the debate that we're having. I mean, airplanes, cars, trucks, everything that we have is based on gas, and there's a lot of profit to be made on gas. And if oh, you've yeah, been driving recently, you've been seeing that your gas prices are I don't know what Woo-hoo. are they today? $4 a gallon. Are they $4 a gallon already? Well, they're yeah, 3 380. You know, Memorial Day is coming up in a few days and they're talking about, "Oh, we got to raise prices for Memorial Day. Expect to see $4 because it's Oh, Memorial but there's Day. that 18 cent gas inten- incentive uh, tax the, reduction. That's that's if Hillary wins president. Oh boy, that would be fantastic! Eighteen cents a gallon, and we would save on that over the course of three months. You know what that equates to? That equates to one free gallon of gas for the entire not one free gallon, one free Woo-hoo. take of gas for the entire summer. That's what that eighteen cent uh, rebate required gives you. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. I'm sure, just as you are, we are upset about these gas prices. So, a car comes along that's powered by water yeah that'd be nice what what happens what happens what does our government do what do the oil companies do Do well they they get in on it they 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 try to get hide they they hide the fact that it's possible of course they squash it but they they study the hell out of it and they see the way that they can make a profit out of it because they're not going to lose that top dog status they're not going to lose their their um business with the american people which they have a lucrative business, and they have such power and control, even in the political system, that that they're not gonna they're not gonna give that up. So they're gonna hang on to that that uh, information, that technology, and they're gonna dole it out a little bit at a time, at their own pace, so that they can keep making the money off of it. And they're gonna they're gonna spin it every which way you wouldn't believe. 
they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna buy off scientists on both sides and they're gonna say all right you talk about it this way you talk about it that way you i mean it's the same with the religious re- religious debates you know you, you got the pope over there and he says hey don't <laughs> hey, have the a pope, abortion okay the pope drinks beer la rosa Pira moretti <laughs> you can Folks, find out all about the beer check la out rosa. the beer cast it's it's good um this is this is okay. So we watched the news article prior to doing this podcast, and they're talking about you know you won't believe what kind of fuel we're going to use. And then they show a guy he's dumping a, a, a gallon of water into his car, and they say, "Oh, it's powered by water." But then we do a little bit more research. First of all, we go to Snopes, and I can't find anything on Snopes, so it doesn't look like it's actually a hoax. There's multiple websites out there that reference. Yeah, but Snopes this doesn't necessarily only reveal the hoaxes. They it will, they will say it will say if say it's like, a hoax or it's not. So they must not have. They must. They can't even make a, a call on it yet. They oh, Snopes cannot make a call. It doesn't right. show up on there. Um, they, they don't have scientists that which can figure that kind may of shit or may out. Not. There are a bunch of guys that search around on the internet and figure out the truth, but so they're yeah. not like big, big business either. We're so. trying to fit. I mean, you got to be. You have to be a little bit curious about this because one of the comments in the news article was like, "Oh, I just drove 100 miles on four ounces, four ounces of water," of, yeah. and uh, you know that sounds great. That sounds awesome. How cheap would that be? You could drive from New York to California for, what, two gallons of water. I don't know how many miles that is, but, I mean, fuck, that, that's free, right? We do a little bit of research, and uh, everything points back to Aquagen trademark, which kind of tells me that it's not just a gallon of water he's putting in the tank. It tells me that it's a water... Compound mixture. mixture additive, which tells me that your your s your your BP your shell all those places they still have a little hook into that, and they're still going to be able to produce this, and they're still going to be able to control the prices and say, oh, you know, the first thing that came okay, to- but if there's a technology that can produce this, yeah. There, look, all right, what was it you that was talking about Mad Max last week where they figured out how to make uh, gas pig out of shit. pig shit? Yeah. Well, if this is actually true, okay, if you can take oxygen and water and it, it doesn't matter if you have to heat it up to a million degrees and run it through 400 miles of copper tubing and, right. and you know, fly it to the moon and back, there's going to be guys on the outskirts of society that are going to say, hey, we can do this. And they're gonna oh, do it. Start modding their cars. Hell to... yeah! And they're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have people that are gonna start producing <laughs> this stuff. It's just you know what? It's the same with uh, with the computers. This this technology of the computers. If you think about it, whenever it came out, it just exploded. Right. And all of a sudden, Microsoft was like, "Whoop!" They were the forefront, and they actually right. brought this up. Microsoft in that article. was brought up in this. New they cast. they they were the forefront. They said, "All right, well, we're gonna take over." Well, actually, Jobs and they weren't the forefront. And, and Gates they... were. In cahoots at the beginning. You know what they actually did was they purchased software from these two kids in an apartment, and that was what became the first Microsoft DOS product. Okay, and Jobs was, was they didn't in write cahoots it. with Gates, right? With Microsoft in the beginning, but then he said, in you know what, I'm right. going to go off on my own. Yep. He created the Apple, but now you talk to anybody, and they're like, oh, yeah, I run Vista. Ah, fucking Vista, blah, blah, blah. Or I still run XP. I still run XP. That's I like XP right? because I tried Vista. Right. It's fucking shit. Right. Or they run Mac. Oh, Mac. And now there's like the big Mac. or Vi- And the kids growing up today are like, well, that's taken for granted. This is the way it is. And you know what? Gasoline was the same way back then. Seriously, back in the 1920s right. or whatever, it was like, oh, this gasoline stuff. All of a sudden, they came up with a way of refining it, a way of, of making it into the stuff. 
And now you have these operating systems and they're becoming so specialized and so so the kids are like, oh, they're so caught up in cell phones. I have to I have to text oh. everybody, know what I'm doing all the time, so I can't focus on how everything works. Right. I'm more focused on oh my life and my important life, blah 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 blah. But now you got the old guys, you know, they're like, oh, Linux, man. There's like open source shit where I can right. do my own. I can write my own shit, you know. I can figure out how this works because it's really not that difficult if you think about it. You know, right. I mean, I speaking from somebody that doesn't really know, but, <clears throat> you know, there's there's people that understand it. It's the same with chemist chemistry. Sure. If you got these people that know something about chemistry and it's like, all right, there's a way to produce this this fuel additive that will allow your automobile to run... 100 miles on four ounces of ox of, of oxygen and water, right? Mixture, however it's made. Right. It's gonna be it's gonna be wrapped up so tight by the oil companies because they're gonna have that fist on the money making aspect of it. But see, it really brings yes, the money making aspect, and it really brings me back. <clears throat> and we've talked about this probably ad nauseum, but who killed the electric car? Right. I mean, it still would cost you money to power your car because you'd have to plug it into your your wall outlet. And it, and you you'd know what? America was not ready for it. I think it's kind of true what they said. If you watch that whole movie at the end, they said the the it they 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 like pointed out all the people that were at fault for the reason that it failed. Right. And they said the government. They said the, the oil the oil industry. And they said the, the consumers. Automakers and then the consumers, yeah. Because the consumers were just as reliable or just as liable for the failure of that automobile because yeah. they were not willing to shell out a little bit of extra money and they were unsure well, of it. Well, I think the consumers... And it probably at, wasn't advertised properly. I mean, that's The granted. consumers are at fault, and consumers are at fault a lot of times for this is because they were misadvertised to. Right. They were told, oh... You know, ads were open. Electric car, that's crazy. You're only going to be able to go 60 miles, and you'll have to fill up. You can't go more than 45 miles an hour, and it's only got 20 horsepower. You need gas. You know, and and, and it happens, you know, even with our political structure. You you just hear something. And, uh, you know, you hear that uh, Barack Obama is uh, Muslim. And as a matter of fact, in the current primary... Wildfire. Right, the current primary, they're like... Uh, one of the exit poll questions was, uh, do you believe that uh, Obama, Barack Obama uh, uh, believes in Reverend Wright's uh, ideology? And, you know, 54% of the people are like, yes, he does. But he's come out clearly on a number of occasions and stated publicly, I do not. This is what I feel. Well, he still believes in the in his preacher as a man of God. Right. Because he's a man but of God. But not necessarily and the his Christian ticket is a message. big ticket. Right. He but, wants to win that ticket. But my and point is, Reverend Wright is still a reverend and speaking for God. Sure. So, but my, see now that but wait, is a, wait, wait, wait. that's another issue altogether. My point is, is that the media has come out and said, "Look at Obama's reverend. Listen to what he's saying. And he's saying, right. goddamn America.' Right. Right. And so you've heard that. Yeah. And you've heard it a million times because it was on the news, probably seventy-two straight hours. That was the only news article that was out there. And then. He came out and said, yeah, I don't believe in that. You know, I used to follow him, and I, you know, we've gone our separate ways, whatever. And that was probably broadcast once on C-SPAN. Right. And nobody saw it. And so when they're asked this question, they're like, well, yeah. So it's, you're right. It's the consumer's fault because we can be told something, and we're we'll eat it too, up. Le- yeah, I'm sorry, too lazy to do the research. 
You know, why do the research when somebody just told me? Somebody told me. Well, that. half the time the research is kind of buried under a bunch of crap, anyways. And people that people that even well, do research nowadays research, is like, uh, well, the whole point of research, you know, and I think you learn this in like middle school is that. You can't just cite one re- reference. You can't just go to the Encyclopedia Britannica and, and write your report. Well, okay, you but have that's to go what, right, to if, if micro you, you, know what, right, you have to go to all these things. You, because any story is going to have three different perspectives in three different ways, and it's up to you as the researcher to try to interpret what that means and try to find the middle line and try to come up with reality. All right, blah, that's blah, blah, hard. Blah. That's Let a lot of work. This. Do you think there was any research involved when people voted for George W. Bush two no. times? No. No, because the majority of the people in this country don't give a rat's ass about research. They don't even know how to do it. They wouldn't be able to I find agree. I think research, their name in a phone book. Research is a dying... They see this guy, and they're like, oh, he's a good old boy. Oh, I don't believe that. I need my big hammy truck. Well, I bet the Cars that on run on, on, on water, that's impossible. I ain't going to... That's bullshit. So the all the... All the oil part companies have to do is play on that just a little bit. All they have to be is like, yeah, you're right. A little bit America, of negative. you're right. Oh, the oil m- companies agreeing with me. I am on to something. I did the research for the oil company. No, but what I'm saying is about this um, this um, water-powered car. Right. They just have to, they, you know, the they, a couple of few ads here and there just lightly placed. The, Amer- the majority of the American people that... that the write the paychecks for the politicians, for you and me. Yeah. Well, not necessarily me, but for the for the people that that generate a lot of money in this society, the the lawyers and the doctors and the and the IT guys. Hey. Um, the people that write your paycheck, they're the guys driving the big old pickup trucks that are willing to eat up any kind of shit that the media throws at them. You know what I mean? Not to say that my clients aren't like that too. You know, it's true. It's totally true. They're a bunch of, I, I don't know what I want to call them, but they're <laughs> just they're as dumb as the rest of them, you know? But Well, we're all pretty dumb when it comes to We all are dumb. And, but what my point is is that there's a large proportion of the population in this nation, the United States, that doesn't care to do any sort of research, and they probably wouldn't even know how if they could because they're too busy, inundated with information oh my cell phone absorbing oh. information rather than trying and, and, to and seek talking, their own oh, information. i have the newest cell phone i have the newest cd feeded, i'm watching american idol information I'm, yeah i i'm i'm too busy living my life to care about this because i trust the people but in charge even, and even, you know what revolution comes uh, when the the people like that start to not trust the people in charge and that is where we're heading that's where we're going with this stuff like when stuff like this starts coming out and I, you know what, I, I want—I mean, we were having a good conversation here, but I want to bring it back to—I want to bring it back to the idea of uh, of computers and how the computer um, revolution like <clears throat> exploded onto the human consciousness. Okay, back in the '80s or whenever it was. Okay, you got your Microsoft. I'd and say the, the real like, turning oh, this- point was like 1994. Okay, so you had this explosion of, of information and, and these computers, and people were like, wow, what's this computer stuff? What right. is this? What is this? I, I don't understand. What? It certainly so didn't happen with the computer. There Commodore were these people 64. that were there, were, there were kids at that point that were like really into it, and they and they started figuring it out, and they went, they, they learned about it, and they figured out how to program it, and they knew, and they figured out that, you know what? Wait a minute, this Microsoft, yeah, they have this good thing going. I mean, they know what they're doing, they're smart, and they hire all the best people, but wait a minute, they're going to start forming a monopoly on this shit? 
and they're going to start. I mean, I read this article. I don't know if I told you about it last week or whatever, but where Microsoft is actually going to start charging a fee, kind of like the phone company, to to so that you can rent their software. Oh well, they've been talking about that for years. Well, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if all of a sudden it comes out. And you know what? The kids nowadays, it would get marketed to them. Oh, and the parents are kind of like, oh, I'm too busy working my two jobs to even pay my rent and drive my SUV and have my cabin up north. And now the gas is so expensive. Well, all right, fine. The, the computers, I always had to call the geek squad to fix it anyways. Fine. I don't care. Another $30 a month, not a big problem, right? So all of a sudden, that's going to happen, you know? That thing is. So been- when something like this comes along, do you think they're going to even begin to tackle something like that and try to figure it out and try to sift through all the positives and negatives? And- no, they're going to be like, oh, you know what? The BP is going to step in and say, okay, we're in charge of this. And the yeah, gas don't pr- you the, worry your you know pretty what? little head off. You know, you don't worry your pretty head off. Yes, it's it's run on water, but that water has to be run through a special process, and there's a new motor that has to be involved, and it's going to be hundreds and trillions and trillions of dollars of engineering work to build a motor like this, and then we have to build all new factories right. because the old factories, they're wrong. They're the wrong kind of factories because those old factories were for internal combustion engines, and we can't. We can't do that. That'd be like cross-contamination. Right, you know, right. we need new facilities and everything. So hundreds and billions and trillions of dollars. To well, build we're going to close those old factories. But your and we're gas, gonna open you know what? Factories. This new gaseous product that we're going to sell you, it's only going to be $1.75 a gallon. So you're going to be, it's going to be wonderful. You're going to be back down to $1.75 a gallon for your water. Holy shit, man. That is just marketing genius right there. That's what they're going to do. Think about that. How would that not sell? And that's exactly what they're going to do. Gas is $4 today, and if I came out with a product tomorrow, if I sold you a car for $45,000, but ran the on, gas is only going to cost you a buck seventy-five, you would be able to keep that car in stock. How long is it going to take? Oh. 2008. It's May 2008 right now. Oh. Mark the time. It's gonna, I guarantee you something like that is going to happen. Wow. that's a, that, that is a better uh, uh, idea or topic than the... Uh, than the science fiction story we came up with, tilting the earth by one degree and destroying <laughs> half a hemisphere. That is because just it's more feasible. That is feasible. And that's what makes good science fiction. Wow. BP, if you're listening, we're Jeremy and Eric. They we already came like, up with that. We'd like some consulting fees. <laughs> you don't think they know that? Come on. We want some, uh, what, what do they call it, finder fees? Resource fees. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, well, and that's kind of what it looks like with this Aquagen trademark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a brilliant way to market water at a dollar seventy-five a gallon. How much does a gallon of distilled water cost? Like forty cents. Eighty-nine cents. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Well, let me read you a quote. I believe that water will one day be employed as fuel. That hydrogen and oxygen, which constitute it, used singly or together, will furnish an inexhaustible source of heat and light. Of an intensity of which coal is not capable. Who said that? Probably a guy with a beard. He does have a beard. Ah, <laughs> is he German? I don't know. Is it Max von Sydow? No. Oh, he doesn't have a beard. <laughs> um, Plato? No. Socrates? Socrates? It, no, it is Jules Verne. Jules Verne! Quoting from oh. Mysterious Island. Yeah, he he of wrote the he journey. Wrote to the, he also wrote the journey to the center of the earth, though, which was kind of a crazy. But actually, 
Um, speaking of Jules Verne and the Journey to the Center of the Earth, they're making a movie. Rudy Rucker wrote a book called The Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh yeah. And Edgar Allan Poe was the lead character, Ooh. and it, it was very cool. It was very cool. It was very science fictiony, and it was ridiculous, but it was cool. So just to wrap up the water topic, you, I mean, basically, I think we agree that uh, if this is even a feasible technology, we're not even we're kind of on the defense of whether or not this is a feasible technology because we well, I, I believe it is. I haven't found anything concrete yet on the web. I found a couple of web pages with references to AquaGen. You know what? Forget about the web. Forget about research for a minute. Jeremy, look into yourself. Look into your yeah. Look into your shirt there. Look at your chest hairs. Count the number of chest hairs you have. And then there divide them by six. Oh shit! There's one. One. No, <laughs> that's one idea. Is a is a that's a beautiful chest hair that you have right there. <laughs> it's huge. Just hold on to it tight. Okay. No, got it. What I'm saying is is logically think about energy. Logically think about the sun. Logically think about. Um, have you read? Um, 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 not the Master of Time and Space. Which was a good book. You read that one, right? With the pork chop trees? trees, Yeah. Yeah. No. um, Is that the one where they shrank? I don't remember. That was the one where there was a whole bunch of small guys on a steering wheel in the beginning. And then he got into a spaceship and he shrank down really small. And then ended up... No, no, no. See, that was a different different one. That was... Oh, that was called Space Time Donuts. Didn't read that one. Okay. You should read Space Time Donuts. It's really, really good. What happens is... Yeah, yeah. He shrinks. It was one of his. It was like his third or fourth novel. It was one of his real early ones, just like that. One. Masters of Time and Space is the first, isn't it? Uh, I think uh, the the Secret of Life was number oh, one. Okay. And I have, I think, like the first edition of that. Woohoo! Which I bought really cheap. Nice. Anyways, um, but it's not worth very much right now because Rudy Rucker is still not a very popularly well known author. But anyways, but the mass, but the uh, the Secret of Life is a really cool book. It's about it's about him as a kid. And then he's always a little bit different than everybody else. And eventually he finds out through the course of the novel that he is a, a light creature from another planet. And what happened was the aliens came down and slaughtered a pig and fashioned a human and, and stuck this light being into his spine. And that's what animates him. And he was taught to become like a human so that he could learn about them and then travel back. But then, it re- then he realizes at some point that he doesn't want to travel back, and he gets in a big fight with his parents, his light parents, and it's kind of cool. It's it's kind of metaphorical to like, you know. Anyways, the point about the uh, space time donuts is that he sh- they, they he gets in the spaceship and he shrinks down and shrinks down and shrinks down and shrinks down, and and then all of a sudden he's big again. They're they're big again, and then they shrink down and then they're at regular size again. So everything is like, it's like space time donuts, you know. It, it, it's okay if you think about a donut, right? And you're sitting on the inside of the donut, okay? Like on the inside circle, okay? Now if you go down and down and down and down and around and around and around and around and around and it gets bigger and bigger and then it gets and then it gets bigger, it's way and fat and then you get bigger and then you get back to where for you the kids. This is like the Ring World in Halo. Keep going. Oh, the those, those little people that lived behind your eyes? No, no, no. The Ring, the Ring World is the planet was actually a ring, a donut basically. I'm not talking about going around the donut. I'm talking about like the donut is around like this. Okay. I'm talking about being on the inside and going around like this. Right. You could do that in Halo. Okay. Well, you could go. Okay. My point is look inside yourself and look really, really far down inside your molecules and whatnot and think about the energy that's contained in your individual atoms and your individual 
molecular structure that holds everything together. Now, what holds all that shit together? Water. No. Well, so water is a is a water is held together by atoms. by those small nuclear forces. Nucleons. But if you think about a peanut and you think about the amount of energy that's contained in that peanut, it could it could power a city for a month. A peanut? Type that in. Type that in. There was a there was a book written there. There was a, a an essay written some at some point about the power of a peanut. I don't know if it was a book or an essay, or whatever. But the, the the forces that hold together, like electrons, are just unbelievable. The amount of energy that's in electrons. Just about everything has potential energy stored in it. The problem is releasing that energy to be able to do some work. A tiny peanut contains stored chemical energy. When we eat them, the stored energy is converted by our bodies so we can do work. We can also use the energy in a peanut to heat a container of water. And then there are instructions on how to no, heat a container no, of water with a peanut. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. I'm talking about the nuclear forces inside the molecular structure of the atoms that make up the peanut. Oh, nuclear peanut. Safer than peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Okay. All right, so my point is kind of getting lost. My point is... um. You, you, so you believe that water is capable of running an engine, right? Uh, I am not a scientist, but uh, uh, I, it, before to, I don't know. I really don't know because I, I've all, often, as a child, as a kid, you know, like, oh, water. If we could run our cars on water, we could drive, and then we could just stop by the lake and put some water into our car and keep going. We wouldn't need to worry about gas and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I guess as I grew older, it's like, no, the popular consensus that has been probably force-fed upon us is that you can't power a car. You can't can't power anything with water. Well, it's not true because you can do uh, the water thing. Okay. But wait, 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 wait. Uh, It makes sense that you could actually, that there is power locked within water because, I mean, water is one of the most... What unusual volatile yep. chemicals on our planet? It can be a solid, it can be a liquid, it's and it can unique. Be a uh, vapor. Mm-hmm. It's isn't that isn't it the it's only unique. Uh, property that can be and one? It's the of only either? thing that when it freezes, it it, it expands. Oh, it expands and then it contracts. Yep, it, it takes on different it's sizes. Got completely unique. That's water is the basis of life. That's the yeah. only reason life can exist so is because of water. Until today. I never really gave it much thought. I just kind of assumed that no, you couldn't. It's like the pipe dream, like right, power. Well, because the world you accepted water, because the idea free. that motors. Well, maybe you didn't think about this when you were a kid, but really the, the idea of motors was oh, gasoline. Because motors As are a, child, a big. You, no. you open up the, the hood. Yeah. Well, even when you got older, when you got older. when you turned thirteen, you're yeah. like, what's under the hood of this? How does this thing work? You open it, and you're holy shit. Tubes what's all this stuff? You know, how does this? I don't. And so you got scared of it, and you walked away, and you said, oh, I'm not going to have anything to do with that. I'm going to buy the gas and put (laughs) it in there. Put it in. But you know what? Get an oil change every few months, and I'll be good. Enough engineering potential is in this country right now, in this world, for God's sakes, to figure out a way to take that water and break it down. To make power. It doesn't have to explode. It doesn't have to combust. It doesn't have to combust. It just has to explode. It has to do something to create energy. You lose lose so much energy with the internal combustion. It's it's ridiculous. Exploding to turn to to pump a piston around to turn a thing. It's ridiculous, you know. And even the whole piston system where it goes like this. They have these rotary. Have you heard the rotary engines? Yeah. Where they like spin around and there's like a like an oval in there that spins around. And I was told you should never buy a car with a rotary engine. Well. Whatever. There's there's yes, yes. there's better ways to do things, but we're so 
enamored with the past and we're so we're not enamored no I, I, that wasn't I the right think, thing to say i think the past is very profitable we're yes which we're is, so we're sheep which let me go back to the computer analogy the commodore 64 and the power that that not the power but the processing power that that uh gave you is not conducive to profit you can't do that much with that type of a computer and so we're able to expand, and we're able to grow, we're able to create this computer uh, explosion. There were some pretty sweet-ass games. Hey, man, I, I won't disagree with you, but you can't play Grand I Theft think we Auto play a game 4. Of Mule. Oh. On the planet? Itara. Uh, Itara. It, it <laughs> Atari backwards. Yes. Errata. We play a game of Mule. We will. We will play a game of Mule. Uh, I wouldn't take more than 15 minutes. <laughs> but... Uh, but you're right. I mean, there came a time when computer processing of that nature, Apple II, Commodore 64, just wasn't profitable. So you you can uh, you can innovate. It's it's well, cost effective no, at what? that point to innovate. It doesn't even become about profitability Although, to innovate. It becomes about a large corporation having control of the majority of the people. I have to and, say and this though, saying you know what, you can't control this. You can't figure this out. We have to make it so complicated, or it is too complicated for you to figure out. You have better things to do with your time, like buy new cell phones and, and communicate. I do have know, to say one thing before we get lambasted by, by the technology crowd. Is that the current revolution of technology, the current Pentium, what the fuck six, are we on? The dual core, duo core, whatever. All that shit, three, all that technology. Three, three gigabytes of uh, RAM. It's all based on technology that was invented in the mid-80s. Nice. It all goes back to the x86 architecture, and we've just been making it a little bit faster, a little bit faster, a mm -hmm. little bit faster, a little bit faster. So, in a way... Well, I heard there's there's going to be a... Uh, 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 they're they're going to replace silicon with something else. I haven't really been paying attention. That mm -hmm. could be true. I'm, I haven't done the research on that yet. But my point is, is that... Just like cars in a in a microcosm, because computers haven't been around near as long as as computers haven't been around near exactly. As long as Com computers are doing the same thing, where we've developed this technology, and we're not really changing it. That's where Mac was like, "You're doing this thing, we're gonna just design this completely other yep. thing, and we're yep. gonna do that." Let's and let's, Microsoft uh, and IBM uh, and all of those PC manufacturers have been developing, refining, speeding up. The car, the old, basically. Yep, yep. Making you know your old, you know, yep. four horsepower yep. Model T into a hundred and eighty horsepower, and that's exactly what what happened. The the car was introduced, the car was invented, the the, the internal combustion. Yeah, we making it faster. Oh, making and it, and you know what? And, and actually, if you look back at the history of the cars, tubes. it's been a hundred years. Look back at the history of the cars. Okay, there's been the Hudson. There's been there's been different innovative de designs. I mean, the turbocharger that. There was right. a big oh the turbo that thing was invented in 1950 by Ferdinand right. Porsche over in Germany. Okay oh all of a sudden a couple of years ago they were oh the turbocharger now we can insert more power and right, burr, burr, right. burr. this this Hemi thing that was probably invented who knows how long ago right? Oh they dole out little new bits little of bits of technology little bits of information here side there. airbags this year folks because they are in control and they're making money off the petroleum and it's a, next it's gonna year? be. It's going to be the same thing with the computers. It's the same thing with the computers. Next year, we're going to have a front spoiler and a rear spoiler. Right. I think that the overlay, if you look at it, of the computer technology from the inception of computers 
and the idea of, of information technology like that, if you take that as a package and, and throw it back in time and overlay it on top of the automobile inception, you would you would have to multiply the computer timeline by 10, but I think you're right. I think that there's been a more exponential growth in computer speed technology that is based on the same technology uh, as the car, but tenfold. So, in other words, if you were to take your line, your, your, you would make a, a two-inch line for the computer, and you would make a one-foot line for the car. And if you'd expand that two-inch line out to that one foot for the car, I think you would have the same exponential growth. Okay, now uh, think about evolution. Field. It's just gone a lot faster for computers. Now think about evolution. Think about the millions and millions of years that we were, you know, playing around with stones <laughs> and, and hunting mastodons. Right. And then the last 150 years or the last 300 years even. Sure. Or 500 years, you know, go back to the Beethoven or whatever. And it's like all of a sudden just huge amazing um, amounts of technological well, advances. Well, not technological. Well, yeah, it's technological, but then technological. Our, see, and it has to be. Ba- see, that's the key, though, right there is it, it's balanced with artistic advancement. What it's not necessarily technological. Innovations. Innovations, exactly. Not, that's a good not word. advancements, but innovations. You, you take the rock and you add a clock to it. And now you what? have you, uh, a clock. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard that analogy? Now you have a rock clock? We're going to make a new toaster. What are we going to do? We're going to put a clock on it. Oh, right. We're a brand new toaster. Okay. We've sure. just innovated the toaster. Yep. And that's kind of like... Uh, hey, would anybody like any toast? <laughs> oh. Any waffles? No, 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 no. Ham? Ham braggles? <laughs> you want your bagels? But that's kind of a, a, a shoddy analogy for the car. I mean, the car is basically... Goddamn toaster. <laughs> Hey, everybody, how you doing? <laughs> I'm Toasty the Toaster. <laughs> Who wants a bagel? Hambrabble? I have extra wide slots. <laughs> Shut up. I can toast four pieces of bread at Shut the same Shut up. Sorry. I'm going to smash you into oblivion again with a hammer. <laughs> Man, I never edited that thing. Smash Look. it, folks. It's another oh. project that's kind of... Dwindled into nothingness. Well, that should have been that. that Maybe been we'll the revive it. Hammy the toaster, or t- talky, talky the toaster. Don't hit me with a hammer. <laughs> but I mean, think about a car. A car is, I think we've beaten this point to death. But a car is a, a combustion engine, and if you strip away the radio and the speedometer and the air conditioner and the airbags and all that sort of stuff, you really have a simple device that moves you from point A to point B. And the innovations that we have added to the car over the last hundred years, yeah, make them safer for the mm. passenger. I have a good point. But also just kind of a add point. a lot of niceties. It's unnecessary not, niceties. Okay, so far we've been talking about the computer and the car, okay? okay. But that's not necessarily um, where we should stop talking because No, because car, we have like ten more minutes to fill. The car is based on the internal combustion engine. Right. Okay? That is the key to the car. That is the heart of the car. That is what that is what our society is based upon is the 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 consumption of oil products that go into that car. Now, from okay? an IT perspective, the internal combustion car is the core. I'm sorry, the internal combustion engine is the core of the car, right? Everything has been built around that. From a computer's perspective, at least on the PC side and actually even now on uh, the Mac side, 
it's all about the x86 processor okay Everything let me let me, let me I, I was piece okay I'm sorry but yes there's a, no a i'm talking there. about the internal combustion engine okay but there's a parallel what do we have we have lawnmowers oh we have leaf blowers. I got a whole other topic. That okay. No, here's right what I'm saying. That, but go ahead. Those are all internal combustion engines. So it's not necessarily just the car. My it's these internal combustion engines that go bang, 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 and they produce energy. Faster. It's just like computers. Now you got, you think of a computer. Cell oh, phone. it's not a PC that sits on your desk, a big clunky object. You've got computers that sit inside your doorbells you got inside your computer in, inside your inside your computer, inside your, <laughs> inside your computer. <laughs> it's like your starbucks you got you got computers popping up everywhere there's a starbucks <laughs> inside the starbucks there's a computer inside your computer uh, no in your in your audio in components your car, in your, your speakers stereo, your, your tv now you got computers in your car that sure. control your internal combustion engine oh it's all connected Ooh, fundamentally crazy crazy because it's the internal combustion engine and it's the the idea of processing data a certain way yeah process that data maybe a different way hello let me derail this for just a second it's spring and do you know what that means birds and the bees no it doesn't mean the, the birds flowers and, bees. and the trees we're, we're too old for that it's you know what it means? It's robins building nests. It means... I have a good story. Sitting on the deck, right, at about 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Drinking evening, a La Rosa. Drinking a La Rosa. After internal combustion engine, cutting and, the grass. And, and, and here's what you hear. <laughs> so you got it from the left side of you. You got it from the right side of you. You got it from the back, and you've got it from the front. And then I you hate the one from the backside. <laughs> and then, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> there is not a single day where I can go outside and not hear a lawnmower <laughs> somewhere out in the distance. Now, or a leaf blower. Uh, oh, this just brings or up an automatic uh, leaf blower out of the gutter, the gutter cleaner this machine. This brings up an irritating subject for me. Or the gas-powered pressure washer. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> or the Power Wagner spray painter. What are you doing? Painting. For the love of God. What are you doing? I'm painting my lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm mowing the lawn. <laughs> Look how nice it looks. I'm just going to paint you my know? lawn. <laughs> <laughs> now that would, there's an idea. There's an innovation. Just fucking strip the grass off of your lawn and paint the dirt green. Chop up your Nike tennis shoes. This brings shoes. up an irritating issue. I I understand, and I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. We have grass, right? And grass, we live in Wisconsin. Grass is not, at least the grass that we try to grow in our lawn, is not a native. <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky bluegrass. Kentucky bluegrass. Or rye. Is it rye grass? I don't know, but it's not native to our... Uh, to our what, what do you call it? To our, our indigenous. It's not indigenous to yeah. it, whatever. It it the doesn't belong here. Yeah. So, I was listening to the radio the other day, and there's just this commercial for like green. We've already talked about green stuff. True before. green, not true green, but like green living. And they're talking about like if grass was considered like a a, a crop, it would be the most irrigated crop in the country because we watered the shit out of that stuff to keep it green. We pay. 
buttloads of money, I don't, but lots of people to this True Green company or Chemlon or whatever to come out and spray to get those dandelions out there. And it really just... I, I have to have a lawn. If I don't have a lawn, I get a ticket, right? What? I mean, I can put, like, perennials up there, but if I were to just... Maybe I wouldn't get a ticket, but if I were to strip all of the grass off of my yard, I'll bet you my neighbors could sue me. Because... No. I, because well, you live in a little better neighborhood than I do. Because but there's, there's a couple. Of, I, I I'm getting to the point where I don't have a lawn. If I stripped it down to the dirt and left it dirt, I would be devaluing my neighbor's properties, and I'll bet you that they could sue me for the loss their yeah, perceived they could, loss. Yeah, the city could come on your ass and sure. do something. So I have to have grass or perennials. I have to have the some city could come on your ass. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> That's a lot of. All right, Mayor Dave's at the door. That's like a <laughs> he's whole got something reservoir. in his hip pocket. <laughs> Sir, the entire east side is out front. <laughs> Could you bend over? Oh, it's just a little mud. But that's, that's what we like, sir. So you have to have this grass. You have to. I, I don't water my grass. I let the rain take care of it, so it gets pretty nasty and whatever. But you still have to cut it, right? You still have to cut it like weekly. Every week, at <laughs> least once a week. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm kind of a hypocrite because I sit on the deck and I <laughs> coming from all around. God damn. All right. Now I got to mow the lawn. Now I'm the guy who's wrecking somebody else's uh, deck uh, enjoyment by mowing my yeah, lawn. Yeah, but they're usually just... sitting inside watching the newest episode of whatever House. show they like. Yeah. <coughs> so no, what the hell's the difference? Or they're watching a video. It just drives me crazy that we do. Or all... they're out driving in their car. <laughs> <laughs> just Let's me... go look at the trees. <laughs> Let's go drive to Olbert Gardens and look inside at the trees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are nice trees. Those wow. Are, let's go home and mow our lawn. <laughs> Got to get home before dark. Got to mow the lawn. God, it just... It, it just... I, and I don't know what to do about it. I mean, what what can you do about it? Move to the country. Move to the country. Eat and a lot of peaches. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they all found Jesus. <laughs> What's that song called? On their own. Moving to the country. Gonna eat a lot of peaches. peaches. Moving to the country, going to Eli. I don't know, is it President of the United States? I think, is it? Oh, but there's another song. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. We blew <laughs> up the TV, moved to the country, built us a home. We're going double wide. I'm going <laughs> right. to quit my job. I'm going to grow myself a beard. I'm going right. to sit in a lazy boy and drink some beer. So that's our medley right there, <clears throat> our, uh, our anti-grass Deadly. But yeah, so then you I'm looking for ways to get rid of my grass. See, you gotta I mow like your lawn and then you gotta weed whack your lawn and then you gotta I'm gonna wow, get rid of it how all. Many gas powered devices you, and then you gotta have a chainsaw, right? Because you gotta cut branches okay, off. So the this tree. brings us all back to the internal idea combustion engines. Of overlaying the computer technology advancement in the last twenty years to the internal combustion engine and how Evolution, if you look at it, has been speeded up. Speeded we're, we're, or sped. All right. Have you ever listened to the song Sentience by... Um, of course you have. Do um, I want another La Rosa? Boss Drum. I didn't really like Boss Drum okay, that much. Okay, listen to the song Sentience. And and that will be running in the background right here. And they will... Here, here, here. They'll be talking about... We're, we're heading towards an end point. A glittering... Uh, uh, Spot in hyperspace that we're that we're heading towards, uh, uh. and that endpoint 
is kind of a, a it's, it's a precursor to to the new reality that that we're that we're gonna we're gonna bust through this endpoint. It's like a curtain. That's that's I was there. It's kind of like the the Truman Show where it's like, yo, know, you're you're like living this life and you're like, wow, yeah, with these motors and all this stuff and it's kind of overwhelming and I don't really know what's going on and I'm they're fooling me into thinking that everything I do is important but I was feeling I, I, I've got this feeling that I'm, I'm kind of not really you know in charge of anything and I and I don't really know and I'm just gonna get a sailboat and go sailing and, and eventually I'll hit the end of the world and boom and we're gonna hit this end point and it's gonna be like wow yeah these all these things that we you know, thought were really important that we were told or we were we were uh, led to believe that were really important. It, it's a bunch of bullshit, mm-hmm. you know. And I think maybe actually everybody kind of comes to that realization in their own mind. Uh, you know what the own. realization that I and and when you have kids, I think you 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 get to that point where it's like, well, okay, yeah, I, I had that, but I, I'm I'm starting to kind of let go of it. It's like not really that important anymore, and and. Uh, because I think it's kind of a it's kind of a, a, a universal feeling in 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 the for the human condition that that like you're, you're always curious everything you want to figure out how everything works and and you can kind of specialize as a kid and you can go to school to learn everything that's possible that that the human race knows about a particular subject but you're, you you'd never quite get there you can write a thesis you can become a master you can become a doctor of something you know and and then you you can teach about it but you're always you're always searching about, but when you have kids, all of a sudden it's like, well, it, it doesn't quite become that important anymore because the, the, you figure out that the reality is that the most important thing is to to perpetuate the, the human race and to and to keep the the life of the of the sentience of the of the Homo sapiens that that we belong to around and to keep them on this earth. You know, so that these ideas can 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 keep going, and I, I don't know. I mean, it's weird, but it, it there's it gets kind of confused with with the with the corporate agenda and the and the consumerism that we're kind of led to believe is more important than anything else because that that consumerism and that capitalism money becomes the most important thing, and so we kind of forget about how important you know our our relationships are and our children are and. We forget that, wait a minute, you know what? Instead of going to work so much to make a lot of money to, to buy fancy things for my kid, I should be spending more time with my kid because that is what's important. And it used to be that way. And it's become to the point where, oh, well, no. Now, you know, buying the, the newest thing for them and buying the, the best new clothing. You have to buy the new Gap clothing or the new, you know, the, the best thing. You have to, you have to, so... I don't know. I, does that make any sense? Am I going anywhere with this? Am I just kind of babbling? Basically, all I've got to say is I dread buying new mechanical devices. And the reason for that is I already have so many mechanical devices, and they all break. Right? So I buy a new mechanical device, whatever it may be, to do whatever task I need it to do with the expectation that it's going to break one day. I'm either gonna have to throw it away, fix it, or just keep it. You think it. you get that from from your dad? I don't know where I get it from, but I just get so frustrated. I, seriously, it's because a, I've had like when I started working for Viridian like three, four years ago, I bought a 14.4 drill, and I still have that thing, and I use it 
I, I, I use it all the time. I bought it. Yeah, I mean, I've got drills that are super old. Too. I mean, let's, and it's they're good <clears throat> pieces of equipment. You know, and I mean, like, I, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to. You know, uh, naysay everything. I mean, I've bought a lot of good products. I have a couple of old fourteen point four drills too, that have been around for a long time. You need a little Rosa. Well, how much time we got in this one? We got a couple more minutes on this. Yeah, let's uh, let's so, wrap this one up. I'll suck a little hams. Anyways, um, my point is, yeah, there are some good products out there, but I swear to God, when it comes to like lawnmowers or combustion engines, I think that's what it is. Things that can bust. Can you make that noise again? <laughs> I don't know. It's my noise. I have no idea. I'll have to listen to it on the playback. That was a good. That was a good noise. I like um, it. I just I, so like lawnmower. When was the last time you bought a I, okay wheel? You told me about the wheelbarrow story. The fucking last week. wheelbarrow. Well, that's not a mechanical that's the device lost though. Podcast, but that's more of a that's more of a consumer device that they decided to like discontinue or whatever. Wheelbarrows but, don't uh, bother. Motor, me, but. Motorcycle? No, I mean uh, lawnmowers. When lawnmowers, was the last time? Lawnmowers, weed whackers, uh, chainsaws. You know what? Fuck. I bought a fucking weed whacker. I think I used it once. Weed Seriously, whacker. the thing hangs up in the garage. It's a nice weed whacker, but I, I, I screw it. Complex I gotta, I gotta machines. Fence. Complex machines. I don't consider a drill a complex machine, but I consider. I would never buy a snowblower, and you know why I want to. You know why I wouldn't buy a snowblower? <laughs> Number one, I think that they're a horrible waste of gas. I mean, fuck, you use it like six times a year. No, this winter would have been. Well, nice. this winter, yeah, you're right. This fuck winter would have been. Shit. <laughs> there's a lot of shoveling oh, going on, man. but. On average, you would probably use it six times a year. It sucks the gas, and it'll break one day. See, now, if you had one when they ran on snow. <laughs> yeah, that would A be little something. heater on top. Melting the snow into your AquaGen. <laughs> Fuck, man. We're on to something. <laughs> oh, that woke Fleck up. Dear Dennis, snow-powered snowblower. Snow-powered snowblowers. All right, snow. man. Snowblowers. That's the fundamental interconnectedness of all things for this week. My name is Jeremy. I'm a depop. <laughs> he, <has laughs> he has a depop. He has a drink, a couple of uh, La Rosa Birra Moretti. I would like to say that the one thing to you all, if you're listening to this still, I would like to say that oxygen and water, they are the most important things in the world. And you should you should drink a lot of water and breathe a lot <laughs> of lot oxygen. Of and Jesus, he said, you know, all the people, they should have the oxygen. When there was argon, he turned it into oxygen and they all breathed. That was a Psalms 421. Nobody ever read that Psalm because it got burned up in the big fire <laughs> with the scrolls in the pyramids. <laughs> but you know, that's the last <laughs> chapter of the New Testament. <laughs> you didn't see it because it burned up. But La Rosa, that's the beer for me. Seriously. The Vatican really, really likes it, the La Rosa. We have it on tap, so when you come to visit, you come and have a papal visit. <laughs> you you come you to the chapel. Have a La Rosa. Under the Pope. Under the, <laughs> yeah, I, the Pope loves to have a La Rosa on him. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to the, uh, the, the pub and say, the Pope wants you to have a La Rosa. Oh, the Papa sent you. Come in. You have a special room have for La you. Rosa. Ah, La Rosa have party. <laughs> the fundamental interconnectedness. You know what else did the Papa say? The Papa say go to tficast.com. Hey, I like that. The TFI cast has been very good to me. <laughs> good night.
me harder. We got infiltrated. Like Nina at the Carter heard Tech got murdered in the town. I never heard about some bitch named Alberta over nickel plated burners. And my bitch swear to God she won't snitch. I told her when she hit.